Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Butterfly Sound Effect Podcast. I'm your host, MVMC, and by my side, as usual, is Tim Baker. What's up, Tim? What is up, dude? Not much. And uh, today's uh, episode, we don't have a guest for you guys. We're just going to be chit-chatting it up, uh, catching up on uh, what's been going on in our lives. So, Yeah, you're just going to have to be entertained with us for the day. So, Unfortunately. Ha <laughs> ha. But no, it should be good. We got a bunch of stuff we can uh, we can go over, and I'm sure we'll keep you guys entertained as usual. Yeah, catch so. up on some things. So no micheladas and chill today? No micheladas. That was a couple days ago. Uh, went a little ham on micheladas, so the sound of tomato juice and beer sounds... Ugh. Yeah, you were down in San Diego doing a little brew tour. Ooh. Yeah, did that was the day before Michelada Day. I got back into town and decided it was a good time to just drink a shitload of Micheladas. Nice. Um, but yeah, just got back from San Diego. Beautiful weather down there. Yeah, love that place. I know. I want to go back. I, the last time I was there, I was staying at the uh, gas lamp. Had a super fun time. Yeah, last time Karen and I were there before this trip, we stayed at the Hard Rock mm. down in a uh, gas That's lamp right. area. Nice. So. uh yeah, it's uh, we're moving into uh, summer. Did you see the uh, the news reports on all the sharks off the coast here? Yeah, you saw the video of the dude <laughs> on the <laughs> on the paddleboard, yeah. and the coast guard had to yell from the helicopter, uh, "Sir, there's 15 uh, great white sharks beneath you. Please yeah. get to the beach." <laughs> I was like, oh shit! Yeah, and then they had another one where there was 25 sharks sighted at San Clemente like a couple days later. Yeah, which, migrating south. Good. Yeah, keep it going down south, baby. Yeah, keep moving. Yeah, it's kind of it's uh, it's it's going to be another weird summer. I think I've been talking to P Bakes, and he's been talking about we're probably going to have another heater, so, another heat wave, another another hot one for the summer. So prepare, folks. I'm sure it will be if you can feel it already. Yeah, it has been a little bit back and forth here, but it's definitely getting into summertime. It's been nice. I hit the water the other day. It's been really nice. Hey, have you seen those foil boards? No, the boards. There's a it's a surfboard, but it's got a foil fin on the bottom of it, so it'll actually hydrate or hydrofoil the board a foot or two above the the water as the wave pushes it. And oh you yeah, can go yeah, yeah. Chop. Yes, I was just perfect for here if you think about it. It is <laughs> when they make a bodyboard version. I'm all on it. Yeah, actually, actually, I was looking for that today. Literally looking that up today on Google because I want one of those. Um, yeah, so anybody out there, I've I've got the website up and running as well. Uh, just so you guys know, I've been trying to keep it updated. I've been learning as I go. Uh, but all the podcasts, uh, they're all available there at ButterflySoundEffect.com. So if you want to check out any previous episodes, they're all there for you guys to look at. I'm working on getting the gallery set. I'm still having some issues with that. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's up and running finally. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, and speaking of like online presence and websites and Facebook. I, uh, Tim, you know, I've been off Facebook for a while. Um, years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally years. Uh, for anybody out there, I'm not, I just, I just got off Facebook and it was kind of a mistake because at the time when I had my Facebook a couple years ago, I had like 3,500 friends. And that was like at the time when most people only had like seven to a 700 to a thousand. Yeah. And it was a great promotional tool. And I kind of fucked up because I just, I was over the overbearing you know, they just want all your info, blah, blah, blah. We don't need to get into that. But then as I started this back up, obviously I needed a Facebook. And so I started it back up and I've had to like re-enter into the Facebook world. Mm-hmm. And it's been interesting for me. Um, and I just, <coughs> it's been a learning curve. And as far as like social media presence and whatnot, like that doesn't bother me. I can get used to all that again and the Facebook antics. But I... I just, it blows my mind when I see how open some people are with their Facebook. And this is, I wrote this down today because I knew we were going to be talking. 
So I, I just been randomly adding friends. I don't even know anyone who I see who has like a, a DJ or a pro producer pick profile. Yeah. I'm just adding them. I, I don't care who they are. I'm trying to add just locally to build my profile just so that, because, you know, it's all about everybody's mass friends now with everybody. You just see everybody liking all the other shit. That's how it works. Sure. So I just randomly been adding people and I happen to have added this raver and I have no idea who she is. I'm not even going to name her, but this is my point is I think it's a little bit too much sometimes. And this is what I came across and her quote was, uh, I must have sucked some mad D last night because my tongue ring is fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I see you. And I'm just like, you know, at some point, you might have kids. Like, Facebook doesn't go away. I don't know if people haven't realized that, but, like, maybe I just, I just get a little bit older. I'm just like, damn, dude. Like, No, it is kind of weird getting older <laughs> and still using Facebook because yeah. I'll get memories. You know, like, the memories thing will pop up, like, on this yeah, day four, yeah. five years ago. Oh, like, yeah. damn, I used to be an idiot. Right. Like, <laughs> well, you why know, would I post that You shit? know what I was thinking? I actually feel very fortunate that we're at this age now that we can't get caught posting shit. Oh, if, you, if I would have been able to oh document all the shit from our childhood and like growing up teenager on on social media page yeah. there would have been some very incriminating shit oh my that. god it's scary and i feel bad for the kids in this age especially for dudes because you can get called out so fucking hard right now especially yeah. like from a chick or something if just whatever well it's real easy just don't send fucking dick pics dick asshole pics. Like, come yeah on, man. yeah that's that's a good call i never did that thank god no there's there's like a whole fucking weird culture of dudes that just think yeah it's cool to do that this is what she wants to see right now (laughs) you need to stop yeah she's at brunch with mom and just boom (laughs) there's there's johnny's dick yeah yeah that's yeah young men out there please stop if you're doing that don't do that they don't like that shit hey and i I wouldn't say this under any other circumstance but for real put that dick away put that dick down put that dick down (laughs) put that dick down Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know what? Speaking of other uh, like social media presence or like not really social media presence, but I, I noticed uh, speaking of like a comeback as my Facebook comeback, not that this is the same thing, but don't call it a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw uh, the Kimmel interview with uh, Jim Carrey. Did you see that? No, I didn't actually. It, I actually I watched it today on YouTube in little clips and it, it was really surprising. So, ch- so Jim Carrey's kind of been like, I don't want to say out of the picture. No, but he's, he's been uh, reclusive. He's, yeah, he's been he's say, been yeah. doing his own thing, and he's got a full on massive beard. I don't know if you know that he's got a big old big old beard now. He grew it out, and uh, you know he was taught. He goes, you know, look, man, I'm like, I uh, I grew the beard. It's just he goes because this is me. He goes, Jim Carrey was like a like the character. I was always being the character, Jim Carrey. He yeah. goes and he goes. So now I'm just kind of like, this is kind of the new me. I'm. I'm not a character anymore. This is just me being myself. And he goes, I just happened to grow out the beard. And now that's kind of what everyone wants to talk about. But it was funny, too, because I guess he had talked about how, as he started to just hang out more at his house, he started to hang out with birds that would come up to his porch. Mm-hmm. And he was relating it to you know him being uh, in the movies that he was and have pet detective and all that and stuff. And it was like... He started feeding the birds, and then he started getting to the point where the birds were so cool that he was feeding them out of his mouth. And then he, and then he got to the point where he was so cool with them, he was letting them in his house. And he goes, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Uh, birds have mites. <laughs> he goes, I ended up letting all these birds in my house, and then I ended up just like scratching like crazy. He goes, 
Yeah, birds have a lot of diseases and a lot of mites, and it's not a good <laughs> idea to do that. <laughs> Get the bird flu, dude. Yeah, yeah, the bird flu. But uh, yeah, that's been it's been weird. I've been like I've been watching people do these like transformations. It's cool to see online and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's always weird to see. Yeah, so, just realize that you're getting older. Yeah, but it's been enjoyable. I like getting older. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's a little bit smoother of a a, a train as you you ride. I guess you could say. Hey man, so, it's like uh, the older I get, man, the dumber that I was. Is that an organic rock star? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they made that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know really how organic it is. I was gonna say what <laughs> organic energy. All right. Uh. Hey, I, I got a question. What's up now? Now that I have been on Facebook, I see this all the time. Uh, what is with the battle with rhythm kids and kids that don't like rhythm? Why is there such a fucking beef with that? That's not much of a beef. It's just normal dubstep drama. Just normal, dude. just drama. Just doesn't matter. Facebook BS, huh? What uh, subgenre of dubstep? I guess you could say is hot at the moment. Mm-hmm. Online trolls is online trolls. Online baby. trolls, yeah. Yeah, it's like, been weird. It's real predominant in like the bass music culture, though. Just a bunch of online trolls, people that piss each other piss each other off online, and then really don't do shit about it in person. It's hilarious. That's actually a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been kind of annoying to see. I really don't spend too much time on there, but that's kind of why. So, uh, oh, uh, so we do live at the beach. You have a beach cruiser, and I was going to bring this up to you. So nice I fa- a beach cruise it. Yeah, you got a dope beach cruiser at the house. Uh, I found out that we can get kits online for like 120 bucks for a two-stroke motor, and the neighbor will attach it for like 100 bucks. He's done like 10 to 15 of them. I've already talked to PBX about putting it on the the army bike. But yeah, I was gonna say if you want to throw down like two 250, you could get a two-stroke and get to like 20 miles an hour on your beach cruiser. I'm thinking about uh, throwing down money on one of those electronic skateboards. Have you seen those? No. Electronic skateboards with a handheld remote that you like do all your controls on and shit. Oh, nice. And it's full electronic, like in the uh, actual like uh, truck, there's like a gearbox that will actually propel it and shit. Nice. They're like 500 bucks. There's Kickstarter companies and shit. I figure it'll get, you know, defined over the next couple of years. Right. But think about that uphill skateboarding. No worries on my cruiser. Just fucking. Uh. I've seen the uh, self-propelled surfboards. It's basically the same thing. It's like a surfboard. It's got a motor in it with some kind of propulsion on the bottom. And it's got a handle that you hold that attaches to the front on the nose. And it just cruises around like 25. I'm thinking about that. Once that gets actually like <coughs> refined, no more need for jet skis. You'll be able to just tow into a big wave. Yeah. Um, just because you have propulsion on your board. I know. I've been watching those videos online about uh, all those big wave videos. They suck me in all the time. Always. I know. That and skate videos. I've been watching a lot of skate videos. Really? Yeah. You know how like Facebook will it does the feature now where it'll just get a bunch of uh, uh, videos mm-hmm. in your feed underneath the one that you're watching? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, I just like watch a skate video and found a couple cool skate pages. So every mm-hmm. time I watch a video, I just go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, sick video, sick video, sick video. <laughs> just like pros playing skate like casually to you know like really crazy fucking monster 25 stair fucking ballsy jumps and shit yeah you know what i get sucked into is that uh the jamie jamie o'brien job 
who who is job that's his instagram who is job he's like a surfer he's from hawaii he's the one that has like you see those guys like the six people on a sasquatch board or you see a dude who's just he's got the pat uh the soft top pink board and the shore break and stuff all okay. the time that's the guy okay. i get sucked into his stuff he's always doing crazy shit like that and always shout out kook slams <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good one to get lost in oh on man that's always hilarious some of them they're like cringy you're like oh man that person got fucked up yeah. so you kind of feel weird watching it and then other ones are like oh it's just innocent <laughs> oh, what yeah i do that too when you go on the instagram uh, explore page you know when you see like those videos from like russia and there's kids that are like jumping off of shit or doing weird shit in cars and you're like there's no fucking way that that guy survived that car crash <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i don't know if that's good for us to be seeing but I no, it's just you're... negative shit to cloud up your day that's the way i look yeah, at it like, yeah i feel like uh my own philosophy is every person has their own threshold for shit like that before it actually fucking, you know, affects you negatively. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I think that's something actually I was, I think about too, like you can't, um, you can't suck in negative shit all the time. Like I was getting into that mode where I would just sit and watch the TV and it would just be like vice news channel and all the shit going okay. on in the middle East. And then, you know, I'm watching crazy stuff, Instagram, YouTube videos or whatever. And yeah, I, I think it really does affect you. You got to really kind of set yourself aside. Like I've been kind of getting myself into a new routine now that I've had some time off where I make sure I get up in the morning at a certain time and I write and, you know, I, I'll go out and exercise or go ride the bike or whatever. I got to do something like I, yeah. I can't sit in the house like that. So I, I do when I go through creative phases, but that's right. different. I have to lock myself inside and just. But you're force exercising myself. your mind. Yes. So it's still you're still you know utilizing something. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. You got to find the balance though. It's always there. There's always a balance. So I guess we could uh, we could bring up we could bring up the movie again, the Electric Heart movie, seeing as how it's been doing pretty well. Uh, Electric Heart. Yeah. Shout out to Scott. Um, it's coming coming to you. It's coming to you guys. Yeah. Soon. I, I saw he got to go down organized grime with uh, Shane. That was cool. I kind of wish I would have went down there. I, I had know. the time. I'm kind of pissed. I know. I had work. <laughs> if I had the time, I would have been. I know. Um, it sounded like a good time. But yeah, he's uh, he's out promoting the movie out in uh, Ibiza, right? At Visa the film right festival, and yeah. I think they got nominated for uh, three awards. So you know the best, uh, the best of them. Hopefully they they get the they get to win some, and that's really cool. And yeah, actually, I've been really surprised every day I wake up, I get online, and they're just doing some crazy new shit. And Scott has just been hustling. He's, He's been, been all, hustling hard all over the goddamn map, man. So uh, shout out Scott. Uh, on that note too, I know that we can talk about it. There's going to be some upcoming uh, podcast integration going on with uh, Electric Heart Promotion as well. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah, what's yeah. up? Uh, talk to Scott. I think uh, he, he's going to get a podcast started just for uh, his uh, whole company uh, as a whole. And uh, the first episode, he said he wanted to have us, uh, me and Shane on Brothers Grimm to obviously promote Electric Heart movie. But uh, with them starting up a podcast and obviously me talking to Scott about you, know, you having yours, there's definitely going to be some co-mingling going on there uh, mm -hmm. as far as promotion, cross-promotion, and obviously just building each other's podcasts and whatnot. So. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of it. That's how it works. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. He's going to be starting his own podcast. That's something uh, I've been hearing. Uh, Bert Kreischer was talking about it. You know, honestly, if you're somebody who's got anything to promote or any kind of business, you know, and you got the time, start a podcast, man. Well, it's funny now. Your legitimacy depends on how many podcasts you have now. Have you ever like heard or had those conversations with people like, oh, cool, you have a podcast? How many episodes do you have? Right, like, yeah. Uh, I'm at like 25 right now, and yeah. it's like, oh. 
Yeah, but, right. All right, hit, cool, hit, bro. Hit me up when you're at 150. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's yeah. Like, oh, I, I get it because there's been people that have been, you know, in it and fucking consistently putting out shit, you know. But it's a dude. It's an industry just like anything else. You know, it's a tough shell to crack. Uh, you know, it's just like music. It's just like anything else that you started started from the ground up. A podcast, unless you're already a famous comedian or something like that, that already has a channel and a network to release to. Mm-hmm. Some people just enjoy talking, man. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and putting their ideas down. And I think that it's a legitimate outlet for everybody, big and small. Yeah. You know? So well, I it, think it should be encouraged across the board. Yeah. No, and I, it's just been really cool. I just honestly haven't been... I'm surprised that I haven't seen more um, artists pick it up. You know, I mean, there is the the typical... Well, compared know, to five years ago, yeah, a lot of artists have started to pick it up. You know what no, I mean? No, but I mean I think, like talking podcast or performing yeah. podcast no either or you know okay. like i just mean the medium as a whole whether you're putting out music oh, yeah. on there or whether you're talking on there you're using this awesome fucking internet the ultimate internet radio that could ever possibly exist like right. fuck broadcast radio on in your car fuck satellite radio really i mean there's a couple cool things that are exclusively on there but for how long that will last now that podcasting is getting so huge I could totally see this podcasting thing. I was listening to, it was probably, you know, a big podcast, like a Joe Rogan podcast or something, but they're talking about the importance of the audio medium. And he was, it tripped me out to think about it like this, but he's like, think about when you're watching a TV, you take the image in through a lens in your eye and it will, you know, transpose an image to send to your brain. Mm-hmm. He's like, think about reading something. You have to do the same thing. <clears throat> audio is the only one that goes direct into your brain and into your sensories with no lens no Mm. altering you know Uh, what i mean yeah which is a pretty weird thing to think about because he translated it to like the old 50s like everybody's sitting around listening to uh you know little orphan annie radio shit yeah how how this much time has passed and technology has gotten so far where there's things that are way more i guess you could say stimulating than just listening to audio but it's still held up, and now there's this whole new podcast thing. world that's developing. Yeah, it's it's cool to think about. You know what I think? I I've been I've been thinking about this a lot actually. I'm glad that you brought that up. I think that podcasting and yeah, the whole just listening—that's all you're doing is just tuning into the one thing. I think it's really popular because as a human being, that's how we've always learned. And like, what'd you do in school? You sat down and you got, you you sat in a circle and the teacher read a book and you would have story time. Well, how would it be whenever you would hear about the past ages of, 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 you know, humans? Well, they would sit down in a fire and they would pass the knowledge through stories or through, you know, just talking about experiences. And that's just an age old defined thing. Mm -hmm. And it's only been, like you said, within the past 50 years that now we've got stories that can be developed with visual aids and effects. And it's something that, yeah, now you're, you're, that's right. You're bringing it back. I think that's kind of why it's so attractive to people is because it's something it's like when you're a kid, you know, you sit down, you listen to somebody talk about a story. It's almost a little more primitive. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple. And, and you get to it like, and I think it's really popular too, because it's something that people can do at work. Hands-free. And you don't, exactly. you know, you can do something while you're listening. That's the beautiful part. I think. Right. You can't do something while you're trying to watch a television show or read a book. Right. That's but good. If you're yeah. listening to something, I can go and I can just clean shit. And yeah. that's just what, I, you know, you can physically do things while yeah. and multitask this input method. Yeah. Right. That's fucking, that's huge. No other input method I think could that's have true. that sort of. And I, I think that's one of my attractions to it is because it's something I can do at work and I can still, I just, I'm just learning. You're just taking in all this knowledge, you're just yeah. learning or good stories too. Like that's the cool thing about podcasting. Now there's so many, you know, if I want to, I'll just switch it up. If I want to, you know, comedy, 
space, you know, uh, history. I just go through them all. So actually, I want to, since, let's talk about that a little bit more. Since you're in the industry a little bit, uh, and I think I've brought this up to you in the past. So what do you think about the future of like, like broadcasting and TV and, um, and podcasting and, and kind of brushing that out in like, you know, commercial television? What do you think that's going to be in the next 20 years? Well, I think already the model is switching over to uh, like direct to consumer model, right? Right. So instead of there being these huge third party cable companies, you know, that essentially are broadcasting to people and having the advertisers drive the entire industry, now studios uh, or, you know, streaming services like Netflix are putting content out directly to consumers, you know, without the third party middleman. It's just this, you know, mm-hmm. distribution company is giving you content right here for a monthly fee. I think the more time goes on, it's all going to be internet based. We're watching the death of television before our eyes, in my in my opinion. But the only thing that television has going for it right now is pretty much live sports. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much at least for me. <laughs> you know, I'm sure yeah. that there's a couple other things that people would like to maybe, like TV on. You know, but maybe like QVC or something. I guess, but why wouldn't you just go online on online. your iPhone yeah, and go buy true. it? You don't yeah. need QVC anymore. All this shit is so outdated. It's holding on by a thread. So you're watching sports companies now like ESPN, like really just recently made the commitment to like driving their whole business to the digital side. They fired a bunch of their broadcasters. They have fired a bunch of their like on air, you know oh, what no I mean? Shit. Like people. And it seems like they're just going more low budget, high profit internet. You know what I mean? Why? That's how Streaming everybody's services. getting their shit. Yeah. Why yeah. not do it that way? So I think honestly, there'll be the people that will hold on for dear life until the very end, you know, but realistically we're, we're already watching it go away in the next 25 to 50 years. The whole television model broadcasting is going to be so archaic. <coughs> it doesn't even matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you, uh, speaking of streaming services, have you seen that, uh, Netflix doc, um, get me Roger Stone? Uh, uh-uh. uh, okay. Why well, it's about the, it's this like political guy. He's a he's not a campaign leader. He he's basically I think I guess he's the one who kind of started the PACs, the super PACs. Okay. He kind of created that. He's a Republican from like the eighties. He's like kind. a lobbyist or something? Well, okay. <laughs> Honestly, you should really watch it because he's basically the guy that, that kind of dictated how we have the president that we have now. He's got a ta- he's got one tattoo and it's a tattoo of Richard Nixon's face and it's on the back of it's on his back on his right below his neck. And he started out as a young guy in the Republican Party in, I guess, like the late 70s, 80s. And he was just like a super smart dude. But you can kind of see as they started in the in the beginning, like he's um, very backdoor political, I guess is a good way to put it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, handshakes and envelopes being passed kind of guy. Yeah. And um, very smart, though. And he was one of the guys that created like the PACs and lobbying to create more money and he just he generated all this stuff and through that he created power within knowing all these people and he was actually the one that hit up uh trump years ago to run and trump was kind of like nah you know i'm busy doing my thing and and then he kind of this is if you watch it you'll see how basically he got him into the seat and you're it's something i told p i'm like dude they should show this to kids in school 
mm-hmm. because it shows the manipulation of the system and how people can manipulate and maneuver and and you know dictate things through through how they talk and the craziest thing about it was the uh he basically like it shows how fake news was created and and falsified like uh you know fi- when you fudge up a story or when somebody like trump says something wrong you see he always comes back a week later oh i didn't say that this thing. and then it just gets run over and it's gone and like he's kind of the guy that created that and he's just been rushing the system and yeah. now he took a seat back and he and it's funny because now he's out now he's with alex jones he's doing info worship <laughs> well you're watching him and he's trying to manipulate the media like he was when he was just in the private sector yeah and yeah. you're not in the private sector anymore you're in the public sector which means that everything that you do media wise is under way more scrutiny it doesn't yeah. matter, you know, so you, think you can't manipulate the media the same way. You think he'll get impeached? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know either. Who fucking knows, man? Crazy. Who fucking knows? Um, I hope so. Yeah. I fucking hope so. Homeboys. Uh, but then what happens if he gets impeached and Pence takes over? No. Apparently, some of the shit that they're investigating right now as far as the Russian ties and stuff like that. It goes deep. Apparently, it's going to go down, and they're talking so deep that they might have to have like a uh, uh, special election uh, for a new candidate. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It would be fucking unprecedented, but what what you're seeing is fucking history right now. History in the making. Firing the FBI, head of the FBI. Yeah. Just a bunch of crazy shit going on. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. crazy world we're living in and that, I know. that health bill that the fucking republicans are trying to uh sign in right now is fucking dog shit well you want to hear some bullshit about health check this out dude okay so uh i me and you you know we've got health coverage we work you know uh we've had it uh we've been at our careers whatever whatnot we've always had health care as an american you know that's like a, a good thing to have here and it's it's you know it's, it's like something you don't think about um and it's kind of fucked up because I actually set myself up. Uh, you know, I, I pay money every month, dude, to make sure that I have these, you know, these services for me. And I, it was kind of, I kind of got pissed because I set myself up with an appointment. And due to my schedule, you know, I worked during the day, usually, or I was at the time. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I had my, my appointment set up and I go and I talk to the doctor and then it was, it was basically like I had to go talk to one doctor, then it, they would examine me and then set me into see the, the specialist. real specialist, yeah. whoever would be designed for my needs or whatever. So you had normal HMO health insurance pretty much. I have Kaiser. Yeah. I have fucking Kaiser. So that's know? how it works. HMO, yeah. you have a, a so, your uh, regular practicing yeah. doctor and then from there you have to get their recommendation to go see somebody, a specialist. Well, yeah, it was like, the, no, the Kaiser hospital had a specialist that would determine which doctor you would go and talk to. Okay. Just, they knew them personally. So I, I wanted to go, you know, I wanted some, I want to go get some help and I'm like, hey, I, you know, set it up. So I see the doctor, then two weeks, all right, you come back, see the actual doctor. All right, fucking two weeks. Come back, see the doctor. All right, we have the initial meeting, you know, hang out, blah, 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 talk, this and that. All right, we'll come back. You know, I go set up the meeting out in the doctor's uh, hallway, you know, front desk. Uh, The next appointment we can get you is a month and a half out. I go, what? They go, yeah, we're we're, we're pretty booked here. I go, you got it. I go, okay, you know, I guess, you know. I And then two days before... I get my appointment, Kaiser calls. We had to cancel your appointment. We're understaffed. So talk about health coverage in America, ladies and gentlemen. I'm paying for it, and I'm not, I don't even get it. So how about that? <clears throat> That's crazy. That's not right, man. 
fucked up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I know. So it's, uh, I don't, I and mean, you know, I don't even know how to explain it. How are you going to fix it? That's one of the, it's like that and uh, the stock market. Who knows? I mean, how do you, <laughs> it's like, does anybody know how that works? Does it, it's just, a, it's like a gamble. Oh. Right? Yes and no. I don't know. There's tons of people that know how it works. Those are the people that make money off of it. But you know, it's fucked up when the Russian chick that lived across, speaking of Russia, we had a Russian chick live across from our street. Remember uh, Anna, ironically enough. Uh, Yeah, we had a Russian chick that lived across the street from us. She probably moved out like six months ago. And I I hit her up one time like, hey, I just want to talk to you because I've never met somebody from Russia. And Uh this is very interesting that you just like, she was a full-blown Russian, full accent, everything. And uh, I was like, hey, I just want to talk to you, just kind of ask you some questions about where you're from and whatnot. So, uh, you know, I was asking her questions and I I did ask her about um, like the services they had. I go, what's it like back there? You know, she was she lived about an hour south of uh, Moscow, she said. And I kind of get the impression that maybe she had a family that had some cash because she would travel back to Russia like every couple weeks, which is, you know, that's not cheap. (laughs) Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I was asking, I go, you know, what's it like over there? You know, uh, the services, you know, like education and health. She goes, well, actually, I travel back to Russia to get my health coverage and my services back there because it's cheaper and they provide free, they provide my health for me over there. Shit. And then she told me, I go, well, what's school like? What's college? What's education? This and that. She goes, well, actually, I went to school and uh, I got good grades. They, the better grades I got, they, they paid, uh, they paid me. They paid for my schooling and they paid for my housing. And then the better grades I got, I got a little bit of an allowance with it. So I, it's just like, you know, so I don't understand how that works, but. Yeah, but that's also under in Russia. a completely corrupt <laughs> regime. Yeah. yeah, she's also living in Russia. It is Russia, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah. Russia. But like I said, I think she, her family had money. So they're Vladimir. probably. Putin. And Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Dude, that guy lives in such a gangster ass fucking house, though. I'm it's sure he does. Gold. With bear rugs and fucking. Siberian tigers all over the place yeah. and shit. I'm sure he does. He travels through his house on a horse. Just doing fucking judo and fucking <laughs> playing piano and shit. Oh, God. Yeah, that guy's scary. But, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? The only other guy scarier than that is uh, the guy in North Korea. Yeah, is he really scary, though? I no, mean, because he doesn't have the missiles. And look at him. Right? Like, if you ran into that guy in an alley... You would not be afraid. You'd be like, I got this. <laughs> I got this 100%. I do think it's funny, though, because he did have Kobe, uh, not Kobe, stupid. Funny. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe I almost said that. Did you ever see those when when Dennis Rodman would go over there and hang out with him? And yeah. I just want to let you know that I know that our countries are not doing too well right now with relations, but. <laughs> Kim Jong-un's a good Jong-un, fucking dude. He's all pilled out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's just like that movie. It's just like the James Franco movie. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't Dennis Rodman used to uh, eat breakfast over around where you grew up? Dennis Rodman's always been in and around the Orange County area. Yeah, yeah he used to own a, a restaurant or be part owner in a restaurant called Josh Slocum's, which mysteriously burned down one day. <laughs> oh, yeah? And then, uh, yeah, I think he was part owner of Sutra when that first opened up. Okay. And yeah, he's always had like business ventures down here. He's always been like, you know, back when he was playing a lot of ball, he used to play pickup games and shit down there. But 
I've been seeing a lot of people posting pictures with him around here lately. So he must Just be back in town. Yeah. yeah, he used to have a house right on like 44th Street. Yeah. Down on the peninsula. So you'd go by and it'd be like Dennis Rodman's house right there. Right. Nice house right on the water. Nice. Interesting. But on the peninsula, it's a party house, you know? Yeah. So is Sutra still open or is it just Sound Nightclub now across the way? I have no fucking idea what it's called anymore. I wonder. I don't know. I think Sutra closed. I think it's. But I think it's the same owners just opened up that different nightclub in a different different spot of Triangle Square. Right. Yeah. That's how they do it every couple. Well, that place was there for a long time. Sutra was there for a long time. I remember when I was in high school, it was like, I don't ever want to be the type of guy that ends up at Sutra. (laughs) And then I was like 26 years old and there's like some dubstep dj playing at sutra yeah. so i was there i think i saw 12 planet i man. think it was 12 planet yeah yeah so I'm, and then i was like fuck i'm at sutra yeah i'm going against everything that i ever wanted to do when i was a high school me well i know there was a long time you guys used to hang out at uh, across the street um what's the bar across the street there's three of them goat hill goat hill yeah i'm sorry oh you mean high school reunion high school reunion black black eyeville yeah you know uh um that place uh at one point thought that i stabbed somebody outside of their bar and i definitely didn't so i'll let that go on the record yeah shout out to to goat hill thanks well it's been seven years oh it oh it has been (laughs) and it and that's why i'm saying if i did stab somebody i'd be more than honest about it but that didn't happen so fuck you guys i think some of our best times though would have to have been at hoagies if we're gonna talk the bar Best and worst times. Best and worst times. Yeah. Yeah. No in between. Yeah. Is, is there is a fucking horrible night or a great night. Yeah. 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 I remember. Uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember when we were uh, bouncing there, and uh, I was working inside, and it was punk rock night, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously there was a pit, and you know uh, there was like the bench, yeah, between the bar and the, side, the arena, yeah. right. So I was standing on the on the uh, on the bench in the back pillar, just watching the pit, and this fucking old school punker just tweaked out of his mind, just roll, just revved at 150, just like just chewing on his fucking yeah, lip. yeah, and he's just hang, he's just like he's looking, he's like, what's up, brother? He's like, how's this fucking show? And he's like, just grinding his teeth and this. I'm like, I'm just working, man, you know, just hanging out, having. He's like, fuck yeah, dude, and he's like, <laughs> and he goes, hey. Don't worry. If anything goes down, and he, re- he he lifted up his shirt and he had a big old fucking knife, and I'm just like, "Come on, dude! <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to show me that shit." But we I can't have that here. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I'd rather him have my back than not. Now that I know, oh, <laughs> uh, I've got way too many stories of that place that I yeah cannot tell on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't name people. We could tell the story, but we I don't know if we can name. No, okay. Anyways, uh, that would be a great episode, though, later down the line. <laughs> you know, you guys want to hear some fucked up stories being a, you know, working the door guy at a fucking crazy ass bar like Hoagie Bar Michaels in its pretty much heyday. Yeah. And fucking 40 on 40 brawls. It was pretty much the Wild West. Yeah. The war zone. Well, the fucking manager or the owner was never there. So we ran the place. It was like that movie Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, except <coughs> there would be a lot of uh, uninvited bullshit happening 
from outside people coming to that place, you yeah. know, whether it's people coming to shows or the actual bands that were playing. Yeah. So something about that place just brought the shithead out of people. It's like, yeah. And I don't blame them because I worked there and it did the same thing to me. You yeah. know what I mean? I was a fucking shithead too. Yeah. That place, it was a good, it was cool for the time, especially for the age. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that that's, uh, that's all. It's all re- uh, revamped now. And it's like a family place. I don't even know what the fuck. I know that it opened back up as Hoagie Bar Michaels for a little while and then shut back down and then opened oh, really? back up. Yeah. Oh, I, it's something. I don't think it's anything we would ever go to. So it is what it is. I'd still like to go check it out just because I know that building so well. See all the upgrades and shit. Yeah. No, it looked, I mean, it's great. They finally redid the bathroom so it's not overflowing with shit and piss the first time someone flushes the toilet in the night. Beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. So you been to any shows lately? Been to any shows lately? Yeah, I've been to some shows. Yeah, I went shows to, you been to? Uh, I went to a show on Saturday. What'd you see? Went to Union for uh, Get Heavy slash Heavy Dub, Deeper and Darker Volume One or mm-hmm. some shit. MLK played, which was cool. Nice. It was uh, actually a very intimate set from the dude, and I've been listening to his music for years, so that was a very cool thing to see. And then there's some really really dope. Uh, drum and bass djs playing in the next room over for accelerated uh symbol i think or signal hmm. uh just some like real like dark techie stuff which i like to listen to yeah that's always good yeah sweet other than that man i i don't know i'm gonna shows every, every so often yeah went went back to that place over on warner like a week or so ago saw blood thinners and a couple other people really yeah damn I, I thought i was fuck i thought i followed that group who what who put it on i thought i was following them i it was, was wasted I it, damn they have another one coming up this week i think with uh riot 10 oh really is, is playing over there i think it might be tonight, are you gonna actually. go probably not oh oh it's tonight yeah i've been uh, on a good one musically so i'm gonna lock myself in the studio oh that's right you're uh is shane's coming over yeah 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 you know what i almost if we weren't gonna hang out tonight i've been talking a lot to our old friend camel and uh <laughs> fuck yeah dude he's I've always loved oh that dude God. you know who i saw actually at the show uh, i saw dose really i always run into dose man how's he doing he seems like he's doing great i mean every time i see him it's usually in passing i've caught up with him for like you know five ten minutes at a time like past few times i've seen him but always good to see him that's funny yeah dose is back in the old warehouse day dude it's funny speaking of warehouse raves i saw in the news that like a bunch of local kids i think it was in costa mesa just fucking opened up a warehouse and just partied the fuck out of it. I saw that. It got busted. <laughs> yeah. They found a bunch of shit. Yeah. I mean, that's not un- uncommon, though. That's some typical kid shit. It is. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of weird because uh, down where I grew up, we didn't really have as, like, it was a little bit more, uh, like, not as condensed. So we had sprawled out, I guess. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You've been to my, my parents' place yeah. down there. There's a lot of canyons and shit. Totally. So we didn't have as many people and stuff. A lot of nooks and crannies. Yeah, a lot of nooks and crannies. And that was the cool thing about growing up down there is we got to have places that we could just go duck down into and just yeah. get a keg for the night and just party with a keg and beer. Dude, I remember the first time, uh, it was like one of the first times he took me down to San Diego. It was such a foreign thing to me because being up here in Costa Mesa, Huntington Beach, like the police presence is oh so prevalent that you yeah. couldn't really get away with this. But uh, you saying. took me down there. And we just cruised up to like this nice ass neighborhood overlooking like this nice like hill and oh, parked yeah. your car and put up your sun visor and you just had your bong in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it 
pulled it out and it was just like this perfect afternoon sesh beautiful yeah. san diego yep and i just remember it tripping out so hard like i can i know yeah that's one yeah dude that's one thing i think i've even mentioned that before like when you like when i grew up in san diego that was the thing is that you got your car everyone got a car whatever 16 and then everybody had uh they got a bong and they got like a a binger you know Mm -hmm. foot a foot like either a jbd or a sour or heavy those were the three big ones and then you would have a case like a pillowcase with a zipper on it and you would just have it posted shotgun sitting on the left side of the guy's legs and that was like, we didn't have as many cops like that. And then it was funny because when I did move up to LA uh, and I was rolling around like that, I remember my buddy Andrew uh, from West Covina. He's, he's like, no, no, no. Yeah, because he always had blunts. He's like, dog, you can't, what the fuck are you doing around here? He's like, West Covina, Zuzi. He's like, you can't, yeah. you can't roll around here with a bong in the car, dude. <laughs> he's like, you can get pulled over, man. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and we, that's what, you know, roll the blunts. That's, a, that's why in LA they always roll blunts. Yeah. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when yeah you know yeah you're gonna get pulled over yeah well especially when you're young you know oh yeah four kids in a fucking toyota corolla at 12 o'clock at night in this you know what what are you doing come on easy pickings right yeah but ironically enough we have been pulled over in those situations and we have gotten away (laughs) white privilege dude Do, do you you want to talk about the the one time we were leaving um the coronados and getting on the 55 and just totally got picked off, and I somehow, yeah. Let's just, yeah, we Woof. we can tell this one. That right, was so, one of the scarier. Yeah, uh, yeah. What we pulled it off. All this right, is so, allegedly. Yeah, alleged, this allegedly happened. Allegedly, more than seven years ago. This uh, happened. This happened. Me and Tim were leaving our our apartment at the time, and and uh, we're getting on the freeway, and I think we're going to Guitar Center, something like that, something for music. So we get on the fifty five. And right away, um, I just, I'm always looking in my mirror and my rear view. And right away, I just notice, you know, we've got some Newport Police Department behind us. And I just, I'm like, man, something's up. And I don't know where it was, but I think it was in, it was in my shoe. I had something in my shoe. I'm not exactly sure what it was. Whatever it was, it wasn't supposed to be there. So we'll leave it at that. And uh, we had a binger in the back in the trunk. I had my Focus. It was the Ford Focus. Yes. Yeah. So I had a hatchback, but I had the cover, and I had a binger in the back, so that was covered, and I had some shit in my shoe, and we were getting on the fucking transition from the 55 to go on the 405, and we get lit up. And as we're transitioning, I go, fuck, dude, I got shit in my shoe. And you're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And I go, and I just like played it cool, and I, as we're driving, I just kept my cool, and I slowly lifted my leg up to my dick. I stuck my hand in my shoe, I pulled out whatever was in there, put my legs smoothly back down to the ground, and then I, just, I don't know how, but I took whatever it was and I went under the, the wheel, under the, the, where the foot pedals are, and I clipped it under some piece of plastic, and we got pulled over, and I didn't have, it was either insurance or I had a suspended license. So they said they were going to tow the car, and I they just let us go and <laughs> but they were going to tow the car but they were we going to tow leave. the car but there was shit in the car and they didn't find it and they didn't pop the trunk so the minute that me and you hit the corner we just fucking booked it and we called a taxi i think and then yeah. we got back to the house and sure enough they they towed the car the I, moment it showed oh, up into that oh place. this is what happened they towed the car it was went to south side towing in newport coast mesa i go to fucking pick up the car 
The fucking bong is still in the trunk. The bong bag is opened. So somebody saw it, yeah. right? And we knew that they used to jack those cars at that tow yard. Remember, I always used to get yeah. the shit jacked. So I wanted to get my stuff right away. So I go and we, and I, and sure enough, I'm driving out. And as I drive out of the tow yard, I reach up under the fucking dashboard and I pull out whatever was up and in there. Mm. Yeah. Scary moment. Yeah, I think, yeah. Don't be <sighs> stupid, kids. Yeah. Be stupid. <laughs> All you kids out there, don't be stupid. Yeah. We tell you these stories so that you do not make the same mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I think back to a lot of stuff that we did when we were, and these are like 10 fucking 12 years ago now, it's sometimes yeah. I think about it, but I th- I'm, I'm like, damn, how did we ever pull away? You know, it's one that- We were just party animals. That's I know. all it is. You know, it was one that's not really that bad, but we could tell that uh, we were leaving a massive one time in the Focus, and I think you were in the back seat, and I think the car was packed, and I was just hauling ass, and it was like- pretty open it's the freeway at four o'clock in the morning and there was two cars and for whatever reason i just decided it would have been a good idea to just jet through the two cars to switch lanes and i remember looking at the back and you were just like your fucking heart just dropped and you're like maybe maybe that wasn't such a good idea maybe we should slow down it was so close and i remember just looking out of the window and looking down and just seeing like Oh, came within inches of yeah. just fucking hitting that, and it would have been over. It would have been done. Yeah, we would have been those kids on the news. Kids leaving rave at it, four o'clock in the morning. From it would have been horrible. Yeah, and I just remember. Yeah, you're right. My my whole life flashed before my eyes real quick. And yeah, I got like, your first oh, DMT oh, experience. Yeah, <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, you so. can say that. <sighs> yeah. Anything well, else you want to talk about, Tim? No, dude. I think that was a good one. All right. Yeah. We uh. Coming back swinging on you guys coming with content. Anthony and I are going to be filling it out probably with a lot more uh, content just uh, between him and I. Yep. Uh, but that's on the on the good. You know, obviously we want to give you guys quality guests, but we w- also want to space it out and make sure that uh, we're making the guests that we do bring on that little bit more special of an occasion. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, there'll be a lot more stuff coming, just Anthony and I. But I think uh, this is good. It, it flows well. We have. Uh, always have stuff to catch up on and talk about and we're going to definitely keep uh keep this coming for you guys yeah uh, i think tim pretty much nailed it um i've been really focusing a lot more on the social media and trying to build the brand that way um yeah. so Go that's, follow everything td yeah uh, sorry oh <laughs> b fly sound wow effects. cross like po- cross cross pollination there yeah, I, was, I was trying to promote my other shit it's a uh, uh, b fly sound fx everywhere on social media that's b fly sound fx and and uh, you can also find everything uh at butterflysoundeffect.com all the episodes uh so yeah that's it um anything else you want to plug or we good nope all right on the lookout for uh new tunes and new podcasts coming your way yeah yeah actually i'm thinking of me trying to write some lyrics so yeah Yeah. that's another one so all right tunes and podcasts coming your way all right and we out peace